0: this is a podcast taking place in montreal canada where i sit down with creative minds to talk about their process the lessons they've learned in the city and how we can make an impact
1: hey yo what's up my name is steve Sheldy, and i'm going to be talking today about nfts the metaverse and what is that loki mtl
0: Prochaine station
1: loki mtl
0: You're uh, an NFT pro now. I've been seeing all these stories. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking sick. Um, but you're also into music, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to ask you about that too, about the music industry and NFTs. But yeah. we'll just start off by like, let me know like what you're up to nowadays. Like how yeah. did everything start? How did you get into NFTs? So
1: basically, um, I'm doing my thesis and my master's in marketing mm-hmm. at GemSB. And... Um, Last last year, beginning of last year, I needed to find what I'm going to research, write my thesis on, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what am I going to do, on, uh, like, maybe on packaging and how it's important for people, like, you know, the whole experience of unpacking things. That was one of my ideas. Another one was algorithms. But then I was on Twitter and I see, like, oh, this guy named Beeple selling nft for 69 million so i just click on that because i'm like what what is that you know yeah and then like that's how i got into it when i heard about like what the technology is and all that type of stuff how it can be linked to like art but like so much more too i was like yo this is like next level Mm -hmm. so i chose to do my thesis on that and basically like since then every day i'm like (laughs) searching on like what are nfts what they do i keep up with like what's happening in the market and all that type of stuff so were that's you how into, i get into it
0: were you into like crypto at all before that
1: uh i knew about it but okay. not really okay and even now i personally don't invest much in crypto i just like buy eth mm-hmm. but like i believe way more into like the nfts and it's like underlying
0: technology the blockchain of right, course yeah, yeah yeah um i think it's gonna be like next level in the future you know mm-hmm. so yeah what was your process like Cause you didn't know anything about NFTs, so are you like going to youtube first like when you're writing your thesis
1: um when i i, I was on twitter right so i wrote like nfts and then i saw like nifty gateway mm-hmm. i'm happy i started with that platform that sells nfts because they have like fiat on ramps meaning that you can like use like your credit card and stuff like that to yeah. buy nfts and then from there i saw like. An artist, artist that I know, even like selling NFTs and stuff like that. So it was simpler for me to get into it because I didn't have to like understand like um, creating a wallet and like you know like buying things on the exchange and all that type of stuff. You know, so I started like the easy way kind of, and I was lucky because since I did a bunch of research on it, I was like, who are the artists that are like popping and doing well? You know and i saw this artist called pak you know he's like a top artist in the nft game and then he was doing a sell and on that platform so i was like oh shit, why not i'm gonna buy something from him it was like 500 at the mm-hmm. time for something called like a cube okay and that shit, like after three four months went up to like ten thousand
0: dollars each you know like what kind of research are you doing on him or are you just kind of like guessing for the first try
1: yeah that was more like um i did research on like who are artists that are doing already well and that are in the space for a long time okay so usually that's where i look when i want to invest Mm -hmm. versus when i want to do research for my thesis it's a bit different because i me i'm looking at um nfts and value so how there's like a whole system created around nft so that they have value and how they become more valuable Hmm. Uh, and that's really important especially for um, businesses founders creators Hmm. so that they can understand the whole like market as a whole to like be able to you know like build in the space Hmm. so i'm looking more I did at more of a like macro lens than like a micro, like and like consume. Yeah, long okay. term, you yeah. know. So I look at also I like how it's gonna involve, um, how it's gonna be like embedded within like the healthcare system, yeah, pharmaceuticals, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, music industry, and art, but also like logistics mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, th- with NFTs, you have provenance, you have ownership, you have authenticity. Those are all things that you need in so many businesses. Yeah. So, you know, I look at that aspect too. And that is where I believe that the long term, it's like the more, more, most like boring for like, Consumers and like high beasts and the Twitter spaces yeah, and like yeah, yeah. IG, but this is what's really gonna like become
0: huge, like billion trillion trillion dollar. But industry, that's the thing. You know? So, with these things, it's like naturally gonna happen regardless, just of, exactly like, the progression of technology. So, how do you take advantage of that as just like a regular person mm-hmm. versus like you know what I mean? Like, so, like, say it's gonna be embedded in like the medical world. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you take advantage of that in knowing that? How do you invest yeah. in that? You know,
1: um if you're into computers coding Mm -hmm. learn solidity (laughs) like that's the main like programming language the language on the ethereum blockchain okay Um, like css or java type thing yeah exactly it's close it's like it's close to python and java Mm -hmm. because they wanted to make it easier easy for those people who already know how to code those right right but like yeah learn solidity and after that you'll be able to just understand like blockchains and each blockchains have have like their own languages, but like they're, it's quite
0: easy. Once you know, especially like Java or Python, um, is there going to be a blockchain that's going to stay on top? Like kind of like the Amazon of like, yeah, exactly. Like I,
1: I believe it's going to be Ethereum, right? But look at, I always compared the NFT boom right now to the internet. It was going crazy in the nineties the and then it yeah, dropped. In the early two thousands, right? But Google came up only in nineties, in ninety eight. Mm. So it's like all before that, there was a bunch of companies doing well, right? But the some fell, some didn't become the top one, you know. But Google came late, and look at Google now. So it's like I believe Ethereum has the most potential right now. But it's like at the end of the day, you never know. There might be the Google of like blockchains and NFTs that might drop like in five, six, 10 years. We don't even know. Right. So it's like when people say, oh, it's just a bubble, blah, blah, It's like maybe the art market and how it's used now with the hype on like crypto punks and like bored apes is going to drop, maybe, but NFTs are here to stay. Like mm-hmm. the technology, the blockchain, all of that course, type of yeah, stuff. Yeah. So it's like, um, that's why I'm like somebody that wants to get into it right now it depends what type of person you are you know like some people ask me that, so I'm thinking of like starting consulting because too many people have different questions but it's like you can look at it in terms of like oh I want to invest and make money right now you know so this is like what NFTs especially like art uh, collectibles and all that type of stuff to buy which are gonna blow up within a year or two you know that type of stuff then you can invest in like um, the blockchain itself or the projects through their coins, mm. um, or you can become a creator, a founder, or for example, if you're already in a in a field like um, uh, architecture, right? Yeah, you can start doing that but within the metaverse so Mm -hmm. you'll start learning more programs and stuff because you're going to become an architect but for the metaverse yeah like blender exactly you know so either you can use blender and all that or you can already use your old programs that to build something and then you just hire a guy who knows how to do like blender like 3d stuff and he'll like reproduce that right away you know is that
0: is that that's like a whole new like uh there's like whole new categories of like the industry Yeah, more job exactly right what other stuff are there besides like metaverse uh architecture um
1: if you're a lawyer um you can already start seeing like okay, now there's DAOs, Decentralized Autonomous uh, Organizations. Mm. How are we going to do, like, how do we build one so that it's legal with the laws? The laws are now blurry, gray zones because the government doesn't know what the, you know, they're doing. That's the other thing, right? So if
0: if you're not, you can't anticipate what the government is going to do. So how do you, like, get into that? You look
1: at the laws they have now for similar assets. For example, they say that, like, crypto and NFTs is like either it can act as a security or as a like a share, for example, sometimes or whatever. So you see how it's treated or how other businesses that are similar-ish are treated and you just like for tax purposes or like law, pur- uh, regulations, whatever, do the best you can with what you have now. But the if it's a gray area and the government doesn't know, They can't also come after you later if they switch something like drastically five years after, you know, but you got to all that. That's why it's important for lawyers are going to be needed so much right now, especially for like IP, um, you know, uh, and tax law um they're gonna be needed so much because the yeah. space is changing every year so you'll yeah. need to always be like on the lookout of like what's new
0: yeah so like tax law and like the like the just uh, in the nft space and like mm-hmm. just owning crypto as well or uh yeah in crypto too yeah, yeah. and usually they're interlinked because that's a bit
1: hard because it's like you're a creator you create an nft collection of let's say ten thousand right mm. nfts you sell it to people you receive it in crypto um, how are you is a country gonna say that you need to impose tax on them in the future? Cause mm-hmm. now there's no taxes really, you know? Yeah. So it's like, how are you gonna do that if you send an airdrop to those people, you know? So everyone who bought those ten thousand NFTs, I'm gonna send them a gift, let's say that's how it is an airdrop mm-hmm. to their wallet. Now that airdrop is worth ten thousand dollars each, mm-hmm. how is that tax? tax to like the consumer is it to you because you made an item that you sent to them but you sent it to them but it was free right so it's like it's a bit complicated like uh canada for example you receive an airdrop even if its value is a hundred thousand dollars on the first day it automatically says that like um the for tax purposes you know it went from a value of zero to a hundred thousand dollars so your tax capital gains on all that amount um versus in the states it sees the value within the first 24 hours oh. or if you're in like germany for example it's seen as lottery you didn't know you were going to get an airdrop and you got it so then you're not taxed on it so you see so many countries different things on right, it yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's a bit like wild right now you know it's the wild west but like i'm sure it's gonna switch in the next few years but yeah, yeah. moving
0: space it's crazy yeah that's, that's so complicated I, mm-hmm. I, I, i'm trying to even like picture like what yeah but you can't there's so many levels to it that it's just
1: exactly so it's like when somebody tells me like oh i want to get into it it's like into it how Mm -hmm. you're a doctor or you're in pharma doing consulting for pharmaceuticals you can get into it you know you're a creator you create art or you do like 3d modeling or you're you do like gaming uh you do skins and stuff like that you know it's like you can go into that too you're in a finance person, you know, like fintech, you can go into like DeFi and all that type of yeah, stuff, new types of loans for people. Yeah. You're into housing, you can like, deeds now are gonna be maybe through NFTs. That's yeah, gonna be even like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Smart contracts is gonna
0: be way more it, safe. Don't you find it's too early right now to do that though?
1: Um. Yes and no, it's more like you can't do it now very well because the regulations by like governments and all that type of stuff and the policies are not linked to that yet okay but it's slowly going to get built you know But As- say i
0: want to like do a smart contract when i'm mm-hmm. selling this house for example like, mm-hmm. is there a way can still do it yes yeah, right so the company already started that i think like a month ago or three weeks ago a house oh, yeah? was
1: sold uh yes what is it called um to be honest i forgot the name okay like you know i can yeah, yeah. like send the link after me you can yeah, put it in yeah, the yeah. description but like um a house was sold for like three four five hundred thousand dollars something like that mm-hmm. as an nft but it's like at the end of the day the nft is linked to something that is after linked to official papers with the like deeds and all that because- Yeah, it has to have value. Exactly, because like a deed now is only recognized through specific means Mm. that is regulated with the government and all that stuff. So you can't just have it on the blockchain, but let's say in a few years, like the government creates a own blockchain just for housing. And then like all the smart contracts for like all the houses, the buildings, commercial stuff, whatever, whatever, It's gonna be so simple and way more efficient and way more secure, you know? So to build this and bring it with the government and regulators, that's a whole lot of jobs and a whole lot of people that gotta get into that game, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like in almost anything you can like logistics, any B2B business, manufacturing, you know? You can have that because it brings provenance, authenticity, and ownership. Like yeah, for
0: logistics, I get that. But for like you said, for this house housing mm-hmm. thing, like right now, there's already a system put in place where mm-hmm. like people don't really, you can't really fuck around and like fuck it up. So like you don't really need blockchain. But does blockchain make? How does it make it better than what it is? Right less now?
1: lawyers,
0: less middlemen, less middlemen. Okay.
1: And um, okay. More, yeah, true. Faster yeah, transactions and more secure house deeds especially in some countries like the us yeah. is like an old paper that you gotta like go talk to i don't know who and hopefully he finds it and like right, all that right. type of stuff now it's on the blockchain you can see who's the owner right away mm-hmm. you can even like uh consumers can talk to each other r- like right now you know no need to like go through all those middlemen, except if you want a loan mm-hmm. to like you know um that, buy a what house about that space like, that. So like getting loans and like
0: crypto for example.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's going to be that's more defi. Right. right. You know, decentralized finance yeah. where you're going to be able to get loans uh in crypto. Uh I think that in the future it's going to be a blend of everything, you know? It's going to be like there's going to be centralized places that do crypto and there's going to be decentralized ones like and angel it's gonna investors. Be a whole mix. Yeah, exactly. Going like to
0: be angel investors with that whole world.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, That's what I was saying like DAOs decentralized autonomous organizations are switching like how, um, new ventures are, are also funded. Mm. So now like a bunch of people can just, um, give money easily to a DAO. And then the business like runs and because they got money in two seconds, like the war in Ukraine that's happening right now, um, a million dollars Was funded in crypto within like a week or two because of a DAO, you know? Mm. So, where it's gonna go and all that type of stuff, that's like a whole other story and like, you know, how it's gonna be regulated. But it just shows that, like, you know, now there's new ways of getting money. Yeah, it's a Kickstarter on steroids. (laughs) Basically. That's Crazy, but what yeah. about the music
0: space? Then you're into music as well, yes. Like, um, there's, they're saying that there's not going to be any record labels anymore because mm-hmm. it's all going to be NFT and your audience is your record label, yeah. But I've also heard the other side where they're like, if a record label is big, like Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. uh, just bought um, Death Row, record. Death Row Records and yeah. he's like looking into NFTs now and like, yeah. incorporating that, right? Exactly. Um, labels are
1: always going to be there. Um, I think labels they're sneaky yeah. so them they're they probably see this and they're gonna change everything so that in their contracts they'll say that even like things like through nfts or whatever they own some of that shit and they're probably gonna embrace blockchain quicker than even other places because they want to keep that money up mm. but like um what's nice is that any artist that has an audience now they will be able to monetize directly with nfts why i say that uh, labels will always be there is that many artists start off without a big audience and they use the label to like fund them give them marketing uh a marketing budget and all that type of stuff to become like you know have a bigger community and all that type of stuff have more have more visibility most artists nowadays have their own audience and that's how they're big I don't think so to be honest like I think that if we talk about the top artists let's say like the top 100 artists or the top like 150 artists Mm -hmm. that we always hear everywhere so we're always like oh we think that they're the like that's all of them but not for a long period of time exactly it's it's in waves right exactly and like those top 100 artists I feel they will be able to maneuver without them but it's like besides them the other artists, some, they need that label, you know, like for some stuff. So I don't think they'll disappear, mm-hmm. but I think that more artists that have um, their own audience are gonna be able to be like, oh, maybe I don't need to sign that deal, you know? I can sell an NFT or something like this, mm-hmm. uh, like that, and then just make like um, $500,000 in a day, you know? Right. So, yeah. so
0: as like a creator starting out and like say you're just starting to build your audience now. Mm-hmm. How should someone get into the NFT space and like be prepared for like the long term? To be honest, anybody that
1: wants to monetize from their audience through the medium of an NFT, I'd say, focus on your community and building that audience and people that really like you. That's all you need. Because to be honest, if you have a big audience, you could pay like any team, like 10K, 20K, whatever they'll make all the smart contracts, all that blah, blah for you. And then like, if you have the audience, you know, you can sell. So like, it doesn't really matter. So Mm -hmm. anybody that is a creator in that style, in terms of an artist, focus on your audience. If you want to get in the NFT space, for sure, do some research on your own. But I'd say like, go find somebody that knows a lot about it and talk like, do it like, you know, consultation with them or a one-on-one somebody in the space mm-hmm. and they'll tell you what is best for you, depending of like who you are, how big is your community? What is, is what is it you have in mind, you know? Um, but yeah, don't, don't focus too much on the technicalities of like how to do a smart contracts and all that type of stuff mm-hmm. that you already have people that you can hire to do that or like, you know, help you out. There
0: exists, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah um you're into nfts more than crypto you said yeah yeah so what are like some long-term nfts you're looking at right now
1: um artifact um how ha- did a collection uh called clone x to 20 twenty thousand nfts yeah and a week or two a week or two after they, they they dropped uh they got bought well they announced that they got bought by nike Mm. um so now like it's linked to nike so them i think they're gonna be huge right now the floor is like 10 or 11, 12 e something like that mm. which you can say is high which yeah. it is <laughs> it's around like 30 40 thousand dollars um but f- like if you got money money i'd say buy it because it was at a higher floor but now we're at like nft beer market so mm. it dropped down a little bit yeah um i'd say by it. it's gonna blow up i can see it at a minimum 20 eth within like a year um their their team is like crazy crazy good they got experience um and they're like one of the biggest brands in the world yeah bought acquired them you know so, so it's yeah, like come sure. on now for you sure, know for sure, yeah. um or else there's doodles um it's another collection mm-hmm. um where one of the first um, NFTs that were created as a collection that used the smart contract standard that everyone uses today, um, ERC721, that team is the one that created Doodles. So like they have a longevity, they know what's up, they know how the game works, you know, they have experience. So they're going to be big. Or anything from Pat, to be honest, he's usually like, he's now he's quiet so things go down like the the floor went down by a lot but he's usually the type to like be quiet things go down but the long-term long-term holders like he comes up again and then everything flies up you know Mm -hmm, so it's mm -hmm. like the NFT that i bought from him like uh for 500 um it went up right away to like 1.5k and then it slowly went down, down, down. But you kept like, holding? Yeah, I kept holding. And that was your first one? Uh, yeah, my okay. first one. And then, well, I bought some other ones in between that some didn't do well. Mm-hmm. Some went, uh, did better. You know, I yeah. learned from that. Yeah. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, I learned. I lost maybe like five, 6,000. Mm-hmm. But I made like much more, so it's yeah, all good. Yeah. And I learned a lot from them. But like that NFT... In, 3 4 months after went up to $10,000 and like that was my first time I had like an nft like going like yeah 20x or something yeah. so like i sold it and then like 2 months after that it was selling for like 40,000 so that also made me like <laughs> taught me to like Patience, yeah and, patience and know how to like gauge those things yeah. at the end of the day you to be
0: less emotional and more e- anal- exactly yeah, but yeah, yeah.
1: at the end of the day gains is gains yeah so like you know yeah. better do gains than being always like oh i'm gonna hold i'm gonna hold and then it drops down yeah, you know yeah, yeah. like you got to take gains sometimes but it taught me how to like uh, gauge the game way better, mm-hmm. um, do more research and all that type of stuff. So now I have like quite a strong portfolio with like things like the doodles or like artifact and other stuff mm-hmm. like that. But like,
0: yeah. Um, with, with crypto, I noticed the uh, sorry, were you going
1: Oh yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, but like that's really just like NFT collections in the art
0: space right mm-hmm. now. But like, there's so much more. You know, there's like land. Yeah, metaverse, yeah that's what i was wondering like stuff. you know how the nfts you buy now mm-hmm. it's like a 3d thing you could see in a 3d space right yeah. are these nfts eventually going to be used in the metaverse as oh, like yeah. objects yeah, yeah okay yeah. so that's where the value is too right exactly yeah,
1: yeah. and people sometimes like they're always like oh but what's the value of this uh, in this like it's not physical it's just like online yeah. whatever and it's like go on instagram go on i don't know celebrity kim kardashian go on her ig right she has like a million or more followers she has the blue check right when she walks around in real life you don't see those 100 million followers following her you don't see a blue check here following her but you see the value in it you see how much you can monetize from it and the value of this digital thing and actually I believe that like digital things, you can even, people can see more digital than they can real life today. You have a nice painting or whatever physical at your place, right? Only a few friends, whatever are going to see it. But once you put it on the gram or whatever, once it's digital, everyone can see it. That's why, like, we used to develop photos back in the days. Nobody does that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it has more value being digital. You can put it more places, more people can see it, right? More people are seeing exactly. it. Exactly. Sure. So this is the type of logic. Like, right now, there's not, a like, a bunch of platforms so that you can see the value into that. But it's, like, go ask your mom, like, in the two, early 2000s, like, oh, like, Facebook, Twitter, like, they'd be, like, what's the point yeah, of that yeah. shit but look at it now yeah but this is all digital yeah there's this, communities ex- there. yeah. exactly you know you can't see it in real life but yeah. people are on it everywhere so it's like people sometimes are it's new right so that's why they're like oh no this is a fad what is this like i don't understand it and it's understandable mm-hmm. your parents probably didn't understand twitter and what's the point of 140 characters yeah but look at it now same for IG posting pics of eating. What the, f- <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Started yeah. Out, yeah. And now
0: they want more video, exactly. so the algorithm like promotes more videos. Yeah, now. exactly. So it's crazy. Like pictures, mm-hmm. you can put a bunch of pictures in a reel mm-hmm. and that does way better than yeah. just one picture. Yeah. yeah.
1: Algorithms. That's another story. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's like now the digital has so much value and I feel people sometimes don't understand, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. there's a bunch of people in the 1990s that say like the internet is going to be a fad it's not going to be anything more than a fax machine like a lot of people thought that yeah, you know? yeah yeah people saying and if these are a scam the amount of scams that happen on the internet the amount of like you know bad things and fraud and like you know that happened there but like so the internet is
0: a scam. Let's stop using it. Yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Get what I mean? It's no, like, like eventually it gets to a point where you need it. Exactly. So you have no option, you know? Yeah. What do you think the equivalent of like Instagram is going to be in the metaverse? Is it going to be like Stoop Dog's like sandbox metaverse? Or like, is it going to be like a location where everybody yeah. goes? You know? To be
1: honest, I think that there, there's not yet the platform that's going to be like the big, like, like Facebook or Instagram or Twitter that has been created yet. I think it's still building but how does that
0: look like it it has to look like a 3d space right
1: it can or but for me everything that is 3d metaverse like vr that's gonna be in 10 to 20 years from now what's gonna happen in the next five to ten years is gonna be ar augmented reality right. everyone has an iphone
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah. ar is gonna be huge in the next few years apple has been working it's been more than like five six years on like ar glasses
0: mm-hmm. uh even on like ways like the G- uh the gps app, yeah exactly when you're driving by places now you see like a banner pop-up like mm-hmm. oh there's like, like harvey's has like yeah. five dollars off or whatever yeah you know.
1: exactly yeah. but ar is gonna be huge And I feel this is going to be the next step that's going to, like, take the world by storm, especially when Apple is going to come out with the AR glasses. Like, you know, when Apple does something, everything goes everywhere. Yeah, EarPods, Apple Watch. So this is going to be, like, AR. And that will do the transition for people going from, like, real world to, like, augmented Reality on that real world,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then, and then it's gonna be the next VR layer. is gonna come. And VR has a lot of work to do, you know. Like right. the technology that we see in like Ready Player One and movies, mm-hmm. we're far from that, you know. Like that's not gonna happen anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So, like, we got time for that, you know. But it's like companies aren't really like App- Apple is not working that much on like. The iPhone 14 was going to come in one, two years. They don't care about that much. Yeah. Those companies are working right now on like what's happening in 5, 10, 15 yeah, years, yeah. you know? So like that's... Yeah, that's
0: why Facebook did the whole meta thing. Exactly.
1: Yeah. 10 billion in there. Uh, Microsoft bought a gaming company Activision, for 70 yeah. billion, 69 or
0: 70 billion. Yeah. Like, You think it's because of the the te- like the like technology in Activision, like gaming, that mm-hmm. they're going to import into like MetaVerse? Exactly very important
1: because uh, Microsoft is heavy into like um, blockchain technology Mm. and them they're working a lot especially on um, decentralized identity so a new way of um, having like your identification uh, but that you own it and all your data like a passport yeah exactly or like you know how there's like www dot on now the same uh, company that created that uh, wants to also uh, incorporate like decentralized identity bro so that... this is why we have vaccine passports <laughs> this is this yeah. is the whole plan right <laughs> no because the difference is that you own that yeah versus you own it because they have data on no no, no, no. i mean the blockchain it will it would be made that you own all that information oh okay exactly okay. which is different yeah so because this is being worked on there's a a lot of companies the Google, Facebook, Apple that are lobbying and like crazy to not make that happen. Mm. Not make it a standard like the www. Oh, so there's competition. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're lobbying to go against it because they own all our info now. Yeah, you get yeah. what I mean? Yeah, especially so,
0: Google has everything. Yeah, yeah,
1: Google, Apple, like your yeah. ID, yeah. um your passwords and their all that type of yeah, stuff, yeah, you know. So they don't want to give that up and if we make that a standard now all the individuals own it and then they can give it and take it back whenever they want from companies mm. so these are like the the political battles going behind the doors yeah. that like the regular consumers are there like not knowing that, that they just want ease of use e- exactly
0: you know? got to make their life exactly
1: easier. oh that's also something that's very important In the whole blockchain NFT crypto space needs to be simplified Mm. because like it's cool for the early adopters and innovators to like they know how to do that stuff. But for mass
0: adoption, it needs to be simplified like much more. You know, so I heard like uh, there's like certain companies working on like gamifying things like just like mundane things like Zoom, for example, Mm -hmm. there's a company I forgot the name of it, but he's this dude from New York. Yeah, and he created kind of like a Zoom slash like co-working space, like you know, like Trello or like um, there's a couple other ones. Um, So he built one, but the whole interface is like gamified. Okay, that's It's kind of like Slack, but more like or like Discord, you know, Mm -hmm. it's more gamified. So like the buttons look like you're playing a game more. So like it entices workers to like get involved in it more. Okay, yeah. So I feel like that's gonna be a big part of it, just like making everything like gaming, like like a game, so it's easier to use. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So Naturally.
1: that's gonna be very important that people work on that. Like the so see, like there's that's for founders and builders and creators within the NFT space, you know? Yeah. And crypto space, making things just simpler. I think that's something that um uh what's the 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 creator of Twitter again? What's what do I forget his name?
0: Uh Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Um is creating uh with his company like Block, I think that's his new one. Um where he wants yeah i to heard do, about yeah, that yeah. he wants to create like fiat on ramps on decentralized exchanges for bitcoin you know so like that's so what you're he's doing like tra- is Bit- that
0: basically doing transactions on twitter uh, uh,
1: no um being able to buy crypto Through- especially bitcoin yeah but on decentralized platforms which means um on platforms that nobody owns cent- uh, centrally because now all the exchanges where you can change your money fiat to crypto are mostly centralized you know so it's like there's not a lot of
0: decentralized places where you can but how would it be decentralized if blockchain the whole point is like no way the whole the the, yeah blockchain is Mm -hmm. decentralized yeah but um like is it safe if they do it that way yes um and But I'm sure
1: governments and stuff will try to be against it because it means that more people will be able to buy crypto without them knowing who it is. Oh, exactly. And they want control because now it's the first time that fiat currencies have a competitor. You get what I mean? Yeah. Before, like all governments had their own, you know, stuff. So it's like no competition. Yeah. But now it's the first time. And now they they want to keep that control, so mm-hmm. it's a whole battle happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, what about like the ethical stuff about this? Have you been look because you're really into the, all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, do you see any negative impact on it, like on society? Like, because now we're already stuck mm-hmm. on our phone all the time. Yeah. Or do you think um, there's gonna be like a balance of some sort?
1: It, it depends. Because for example, we say that, but any technology can be bad. At the end of the day, it's the technology. Well no technology is bad by itself it's how people use it Mm. so you can make an app that makes girls like insecure like facebook it came out recently and like all that type of stuff but also you can make an app like pokemon go yeah and everyone's outside going everywhere and like you know linking up with friends and going outside just to play Mm -hmm. so it's like you get what i mean there's Mm. It depends how the technology will be used. And so you're, so you're
0: saying you're kind of giving responsibility to each individual. Like they make their own decisions.
1: Yes, but also creators and like big marketers. Because they can influence also how it's going to be used more. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. Also like how you could think. Like
0: you could literally control how people think yeah, now, you
1: know? Yeah, exactly. So like on them too. And mm-hmm. uh, that'll be important. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and there's also like, for example, blockchain. some blockchains that use a lot of energy, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of creators need to be, you know, um, working to switch that to go from like one that uses a lot of energy to almost no energy. I know that Ethereum is doing that right now. It's uh, using something called proof of work yeah. and it's changing to proof of stake, mm-hmm. which will use like 99% less energy, you know, so that'll be blessed. It'll take probably, like, I feel like by the end of this year, it will do the tra- the beginning of the transition, but then it takes, like, another, like, two, three years to fully make it fully, like, you know, yeah. efficient, but um they're starting it, you know, so... I think more blockchains should go through towards that, you know? Definitely. So don't you think
0: um, like Facebook or like Google who were like first in the market, mm-hmm. don't you think that's the equivalent of Ethereum right now? They're the first in the market. They're getting all this data. They're, they have like the longer you're in the market, the more data mm-hmm. you have, right?
1: Yes and no, because even though, yes, there's like an Ethereum foundation, uh, Ethereum is still decentralized. Mm-hmm. So because it's decentralized, nobody really has more information than somebody else and by that i mean of course if you're tech savvy anybody that's tech savvy can get the same information as anybody else Mm -hmm. it's just if you have the knowledge and the means to do so but anybody can do it so there's nobody that has more knowledge than somebody else per se you know like Anybody can get it, so it's different. Decentral. That's why we say it's
0: decentralized versus centralized. One company that knows everything. Yeah, but that's the know? whole point of blockchain: right, is to allow decentralization. Exactly. So if you were to centralize that, then mm-hmm. we're kind of going back to what we had in the first place. You know? Yes. And that's and, what they're saying banks are going to try to do.
1: Oh yes, they're going to try mm-hmm. because banks hate, you know, mm. because like that's their competition, as I was saying. Uh, how do you even
0: control the market at that point like how is each country gonna have like the value that they have yeah and
1: that's gonna be that's an ongoing battle now you know like there's places that are better at it like switzerland because they have very tech savvy regulators so they're able to make like laws policies and all that type of stuff that's really good for cryptocurrencies and yeah. nfts yeah versus other countries that are more iffy like the states or canada that is just you know doing some wild stuff right now yeah but like we'll see you know like it's an ongoing thing it's a very new technology we don't know where it's gonna go but uh that's why i also love this space you're never gonna get bored things are mo like people say like three months in nft space is like a year in like you know or two in the regular space like things are moving so fast yeah i find
0: that that's common as technology increases like everything that's why you got to be up on it at all times every day you know that's also i feel like that's why like it's giving education like the typical like institutional education less Mm -hmm. and less value because unless they're on top of it and they change the whole like regimen of how they teach like exactly you got to self-teach yourself everything exactly and so many niches too yeah exactly
1: and that's why like i'm happy that i was able to um bring that to academia t- uh, through my thesis you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh that was like one of the main reasons i did it on that i was like i w- i want to be one of the first big papers on NFTs
0: mm-hmm. in academia you know as as um since you're like someone who do- has done their master's in mm-hmm. everything what is your perspective on like schooling and like what's your what do you think is where do you think is going in the future do you think it's gonna yeah be like is I there think, value in it still? Like,
1: yes. I think it's very valuable. Okay. Um, The thing is, until you're undergrad, well, until you finish your undergrad, it's still very generic. Mm-hmm. But once I started doing my master's, it's very different. Because they basically teach you how to do research in an academic way. And after that, it's like, you can pick anything you like. Mu- music. Mm-hmm. NFTs, computers, law, whatever that you're interested into, comic books, gaming, and like do research on that link to what you True, want. You yeah, know, yeah. so it's like that's when it gets fun. Exactly, but you got to go through all the, of that. Exactly, there, yeah. and it's like in any technology, um, academia is very important because there's a bunch of people that are specialized in their field. Yeah, that yeah. are basically doing research on something. I can look at NFTs and as like the the whole market and tensions that can happen and like how things need to like, how things are interconnected so that founders, creators and government uh, governments and regulative uh, bodies can know how to like work within this space. But you can also do it at the consumer level and see like, what are the difficulties? What are the ways for them to like uh, get into it? How to make like mass adoption happen. Yeah, Like you can look at it in so many different perspectives that like academia is very important too so that people put those research out you know those um uh, those papers out yeah and they they have these put those hours on that exactly and And then that can help like businesses and stuff you Mm -hmm. know like basically when you do consulting you basically do also like research you might also sometimes go to like academic papers and see like if something was written on what is your problem right now to fix it you get what i mean so it's
0: like it's important too. Mm-hmm. You know how the dollar is hinged off of gold, for example, mm-hmm. like what's the equivalent of that for crypto? Um, it depends because crypto, each
1: crypto have different use has, has a different use, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like Bitcoin was created to be a store of value like gold, right? But Ethereum, why I think it's gonna become huge wasn't made to be a store of value per se, but to be like a base layer for all that utility, you know, for smart contracts and things like that, and provenance and all those types of things. It's made catered for that. So there's different blockchains catered for different things. And um ethereum was really created to be like the big base you know of like the foundation of a house right and after you can build whatever you want on it and okay. so many different things so the
0: value of it, it's like it's technology Exa- so. Okay. exactly okay. Okay.
1: so that's why when you hear people um say like oh nfts whatever is a scam
0: me i laugh And I'm like, it's just because they don't know. Yeah, but there's a lot of Wall Street guys that are like, just like they're correlating it to, like I said, like gold and stuff like that. There's no actual like value to
1: it. And that's usually because they don't know. Yeah. And it's because anything needs different benchmarks, right? So it's like they use the same benchmarks for like gold or like their system for a new technology. But if you actually use like, um, the potential of like all the uses for that um, blockchain as a benchmark, then it's like the value it's even undervalued right now. If you really look at it in like in five, 10 years, mm-hmm. how big this can be, you get what I mean? So it depends how you see it. Plus um for people in banks, sometimes they're, or like traditional finance, especially they're either people that are like, they love it or they like it, but they're annoyed that they can't use it in their traditional, very regulated places. Or there are people that like will tell you, oh, it's trash, it's trash, but they invest in it, in yeah, the, yeah, yeah. you know, like because they know it's inevitable, but it's like it's their yeah, competitor. You yeah. get what I mean? You don't so it's FOMO like have FOMO either. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: Yeah. I also noticed like when investing in crypto, like in the early stages, mm-hmm. there's always like the same pattern of like it goes up around like the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and then it goes down so do you think that's like a like a like a fixed thing that's going to be like it's going to be like that all the time or do you think it's just going to be like a um thing?
1: yeah i think it's going to be there for a while do you
0: think you do believe that it's always the same pattern
1: uh yes for the moment it always goes up then down but never like more down than like the you mm-hmm. know
0: same time frame too it, you think? uh no okay no, no. okay Time
1: frame uh, depends of regulations yeah. and things that are there's happening.
0: There's also like the pandemic. And, yeah, like, exactly. Maybe World War Three happening right now.
1: Exactly. So there's events. And I believe also that like it will start stabilizing the more people get into it. Right, right. You know, so right now there's not a lot of people using crypto overall. Like if do you, you think, look at the whole world. Do you think world, fiat's
0: eventually going to disappear? Or do you think there's going to be a world of like both of them?
1: Fee Both of them. And fiat, they're just going to create... um they're like stable coins that like mm. the like cad mm-hmm. but that works on the blockchain right that's right, what okay, most yeah. uh, countries are looking at also okay. already so yeah
0: and they can't really like print more if they wanted to in a sense
1: yes they could technically and that's a big problem but we don't know how they're gonna do it yet yeah, you know yeah, yeah, like yeah. but yeah if it's backed by the regular fiat then yes they can print some right, more right and that's
0: a problem but it has its uses too you get what i mean yeah so, yeah. yeah yeah i don't know man i feel like this world <laughs> is just getting more and more complicated but it's also yeah. kind of fun to like be, be on the head of it and yeah it's
1: exactly funny. it's quite complex and that's because i feel most people just see like crypto punks and like bored <laughs> apes and are like this is a scam yeah, this is yeah, dip. the high beast type stuff yeah, you know that you yeah. see on the ig but it's like and that's why some like don't really know about it and say dumb shit about it but it's yeah. like it's actually quite complex and there's a lot of people involved that in all sectors and it's like it's gonna it's gonna become huge like the mm-hmm. more you get into it
0: the more you're like oh shit like this is the future this yeah, yeah. is crazy yeah. it makes sense just because of like how much better like things just work on it you know like, yeah it just like it's just like a modern technology it just, exactly it just makes sense you know
1: and now i feel we're like in like
0: 1991 you know of yeah. like the internet yeah you know? even like if you go on sandbox like mm-hmm. the graphics of sandbox exactly. reminds me of like the graphics of like old video games <laughs> exactly you know? yeah. like eventually you might get to a point where it's like, yeah so you know yeah. we're, we're getting there
1: but we still have a long way to go that's for
0: sure yeah for sure, for yeah. sure. what are your plans
1: coming up um so yeah i'm fin- finishing my thesis now mm-hmm so probably in three four months hopefully well two to four months hopefully i'll be done um writing my thesis and after that i actually learned the news like a few weeks ago um i got accepted at cambridge university university of cambridge in the uk um in tech policy technology policy that's the program and what's nice it's another masters but their masters is just nine months okay so it's really dope and it's a more of a practical one so i don't have a thesis to write at the end it's a big project with like a tech company like and you're doing your research in the uk yeah exactly so it's like it's gonna be really dope so i'm hyped for that because like the connects the final project. It's with a big company like Shell or Microsoft or right, IBM, right. things like yeah. that. So basically like, if you
0: do with Microsoft. Huh? With Microsoft, would be fucking sick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like
1: we'll see what they have this year, but it's like it's gonna be dope. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna learn so much because. You know, right now I'm doing a master's in marketing. Mm -hmm. So it's really sided towards that, that perspective. But now I'm going to go in technology policy. So it's like really like technology policy, governments, like how it involves everyone. So that's going to be really dope. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's that's my next steps. I'm starting in like the fall that's coming.
0: So I'm going to be like really busy in all that. Mm -hmm. Have you ever thought of like creating your own kind of community to like teach people? like a, even a youtube channel yeah right? yeah so many people ask you questions
1: exactly
0: i thought about it there's some people that like ask
1: me that they want to do like one-on-one consultations too so mm-hmm. i'm thinking of starting that but i'll see how it goes mm-hmm. um and i did like a live like two weeks ago where um, i was talking to this guy and it like it was like oh yo we should i should build a discord and have like people and all that type yeah, of stuff. so yeah, like yeah. i'm in for montreal right i mean in, interested in that but it's like I need to find, like, like uh, somebody that's good at, like, Discord and yeah, creating the yeah, space. Yeah. I need moderators. I need other people that do, like, all that, get the information to not just me and all that type of stuff. Yeah, so, it takes a lot of time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking maybe starting it small, having, like, max, a cap of, like, 500 or 1,000 people, mm-hmm. the first, and, like, keeping it within us, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, it takes work. So, it depends. I think, like, what I'll do is I'll try, like, finding, like, you know, reaching to people, like, who wants to be a reader all that type of stuff. Yeah, exactly. And if I find those people, um, then I'll do it, you know? Because then I can, like, manage it but i can also have time to do like other stuff yeah yeah because i know that the second i go like in the uk and all that type of stuff i'll be like really busy sure, yeah. so like i don't want to also build i'm the type i don't want to build something and if not it's not going it. to be perfect yeah, yeah, you know yeah. like it needs to be good and i would love to bring like good value to people so mm-hmm. it's like if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it well so i'm gonna prepare see what's out there what i can do and we'll see what's up <laughs> okay bless, bless yeah. Bro.
0: Yo, I got so much information today. I really <laughs> appreciate you coming on, bro, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it was um, dope. It was dope. Yeah. so... Loki MTL, let's go. <laughs> appreciate it, bro. Honestly, like, um, I feel like I hope this helps because I wanted to get more in depth for like crypto mm-hmm. and, and NFTs versus just a typical like, oh, what is NFT? You know? Like, yeah, exactly. So I hope this helps people, and if yeah. every people have questions. Your your DMs are open. I yeah, guess, exactly.
1: So yeah. Like they can contact me. Like my IG is um at steve sheldy mm-hmm. and it's like um it's like that everywhere my facebook my linkedin my instagram everything is at steve sheldy or like slash steve sheldy for like the links mm-hmm. you know I'll link it
0: in the description yeah right exactly there, so, so yeah. they
1: can find me they can dm me if they have like questions or want like one-on-ones things like that um because i know like right now we want like an overview of like so many things but like yeah. in each of those things you know it can get more complex more detailed. Exactly. so yeah
0: exactly yeah that's why i feel like if you start like a, a channel or some kind of community mm-hmm. for that it would be yeah. really blessed but i get that like you don't have all the time you know yeah like, exactly and i'm yeah. i'm already like doing so many things so yeah. it's like maybe know? it's a future uh exactly future yeah.
1: yeah i'm thinking about it so we'll see what's up no so, uh, yeah. appreciate you coming here. yeah no worries bro